0: Welcome to Selfish Confidence, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and my goal is to help you build confidence and belief in yourself to live any life path you want, even if it's unconventional. It's time to flip off societal pressures and connect with women who've also felt on the outside by their life choices. We're here to encourage you to grab the mic and speak your truth. I know it can be scary, but we're in this together. Let's get started. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence podcast. It is a fun one over here today because again, we are double duty on the Jess and that is just some great magnetic energy over here. How
1: you doing, Jess? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for today. I am
0: too. I have been wanting to have you on since I bought your book, even probably before that, because I remember meeting you at Empower Her last year and I was like, oh, like she has just great energy. You're so beautiful and light and you really just like embody that yellow that you embrace in all of your branding. I'm like, it's just is you. So can you tell us a bit about you, Jess, and like how you got to where you are right now?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, by the way. That's very sweet. Um, So, yeah, my name is Jessica Johnson, and I have a business where I mentor women on how to build copywriting businesses for more freedom, fulfillment, and income as their own boss. Um, I have a book, I have a podcast, and really got started back in corporate uh, years ago, kind of wondering... Okay, is there something else out there? I knew I wanted to make a difference. I knew I wanted a little more freedom to choose my schedule. I just did not know how to get there. So, you know, took this winding road into entrepreneurship and found my way to being able to write for other businesses and fell in love with that. Grew a business and an agency, and then just started sharing more of that with other women. And along the way, really realized a lot of the answers to things that I was looking for so long ago, like, what is my passion? How do I find it? How do I figure out what I want to do? How do I even get from this place of having this vision for what my life could be to implementing it and executing it and not just feeling like it's this faraway thing or something for other people? And so eventually, you know, was able to write a book on that. But there's so much in there that I'm happy to dive into, you know, any direction. But that's just a little bit about (laughs) my journey and, and where we are today.
0: And what's the book and the podcast called?
1: Yes. The book is called Your Bright Life. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Get clear on what you want, overcome self-doubt, and bring your dreams to life. And the podcast is called The Bright Life Podcast.
0: I love that. I love like just the whole concept of your bright life, like it being yours. And you really like create some tangible things for people in this book all about figuring out how to find what yours is, because yours is going to be different than mine, even though we're both Jess's. Yes it's going to be different. <laughs> so, here on the Selfish Confidence podcast, we're all about living unconventional lives, doing life differently. And you are like truly embodying that in all areas, not only just in writing a book and being an entrepreneur, you know, you are you're just all over. Even when I got on this call, I didn't know where you were going to be yeah. recording from. So, can you tell <laughs> us a bit about what that means for you having an unconventional life and yeah. you know, how you got to the point where you are to be living your bright
1: life. Yeah. So, one of the things that is maybe the most unconventional is, like you mentioned, travel is part of my bright life. And so years ago, even before remote work was a thing, my husband and I, and then not even husband, but we got this wild idea to where we were working a lot from coffee shops. We both had online businesses, and we just had this idea of like, you know, I feel like we could probably work from coffee shops anywhere. We kept going to the same one in downtown Seattle, but we were like, what would it be like to do this just, in Paris or in Italy or something like that. And so we sold all our belongings and we decided to put whatever we were spending on our monthly rent payment into Airbnbs and places around the world. And so instead of paying that money to downtown Seattle in the same place every month, we really just got into this pattern of seeing the world and every few weeks we would shift. And during the days we'd work out of co-working offices or coffee shops and and then evenings and weekends, we'd sightsee all around the world. And ever since then, I think it's just created this real passion for travel where, um, you know, we recently decided on getting one place abroad, like a little pita terre, and then one place in the States. So now we can bop a little bit more with our own home bases <laughs> intact. Um, But yeah, that's a big part of kind of living unconventionally and a part of what my version of a bright life looks like. Other people, that may not be it at all, right? But I think that's one big thing. Another thing is, you know, we're mid thirties and we don't have kids and we stay in conversation around that a lot. But up until now, we've just really felt so fulfilled by the lives that we lead of building businesses and communities and writing books and like podcasts and connecting with others in this space. So Um, I think that's another big one (laughs) that I'm, you know, hear about a lot that people are coming to those crossroads and deciding. And gosh, what else? I guess, like you said, the business, starting a podcast, writing a book. And for me, I decided to do my first book self-published without going the traditional publishing route or, or even really pursuing that. Um, It just felt better to me to have full ownership and creative control of that. So Kind of a lot of ways. I don't know. There's I told you, you
0: embody the unconventional. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like so many things, like layer upon layer yeah. upon layer. And it really just is different than what the rest of the world it sees is. as, or even deem sometimes as success. So has that, that yeah. ever been weird for you where it's like, some people are like, oh, either they can go both spectrums, right? Like, oh, must be nice yeah. to be able to travel the world and to do yeah. whatever you want and to have, you know, freedom in your life or also just yeah. like the like, why would you want to do that? Like, you don't want to have a home. I bet you've heard that like spectrum a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, it's so different to what success looked like my whole life growing up. You know, I thought I wanted to climb the ladder at a big corporation, you know, to live in New York City, which I did for a period of time in my 20s. But but it was so career driven of like, I wanted to be there to chase the next promotion and get to the top of the career ladder. And, um, this vision of travel and what our lives have become, a lot of it wasn't even part of that idea. I, you know, I knew I wanted to write a book, but there were definitely elements where it's outgrown and become even more than I have ever imagined in that regard. Um, but it is different. And I do hear, you know, comments, I think the kids thing is a really unusual one for a lot of people. Um, Even the travel, you know, is as well. Um, But I just think, you know, it's so much about like everyone gets their own version of a bright light. And I think that's even part of figuring it out is releasing whatever you've been taught or told success looks like, whether it's from an education system, like traditional culture, a family track and, like just re-envisioning for yourself, like what does the brightest, most fulfilling version of my life look like? Knowing that can change in different seasons and knowing that that vision is really gifted to you. And it makes sense if others can't see it because it wasn't gifted to them. It was gifted to you because it's your vision and your path. So, So, you know, it's just been a winding journey, but I'm sure it will continue to unfold. And one day I may be home and I may be like, I've seen the places. I'm never leaving again. I'm just going straight, you know, to my living room, to my couch. And like, that's what I want.
0: <laughs> I know. I get, I totally get that. And we were talking about that a bit before we hit record too, where my story started in Barbados. Like I lived there for a really long yes. time and my husband was working on a project there and I thought that was the dream. I really yeah. did. Uh, again, mine was yeah. in the pandemic. So it might not have been the best time to experience life away from home. But it just made me love my home more and love having yes. a couch. Like our dream was always, it sounds so lame. I feel <laughs> lame sometimes now. I'm like old and lame. But like our dream was to have this big sectional that we could sit on with all of our pets. Like, oh. And sometimes there's yes. those moments where it's like, we're all curled up on the couch. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is the this is it. <laughs> right? But that's the season we were in. There was a season when living yeah. away was, and also not comparing to other people's seasons. So how do you put your blinders on when it comes to figuring out your bright life? When you mm-hmm. see other people who are living theirs and you're just like, wait, shouldn't I want, should I want that? Or should I want this? Like, how do you just put your blinders on and figure out your own path?
1: That's such a great question. And it is challenging. But I think that it's really just, I think part of it is watching your own energy and where it rises or falls. That's a big one for me, because I feel like if I attention to when i feel the most lit up the most excited the most fulfilled it becomes easier and easier to drown out the other opinions and noise because i just know for myself that i am living whatever feels best to me and you know for my husband and our our little family together and so i think that's a big part of it is just you have to get so clear on what your own intuition is saying and where you do feel really lit up and fulfilled. Like you said, it could be sitting on a couch with your pets under your arms and you're just like, this is the best. So I think that makes it easier. And if you don't have that thing, then it's starting to just kind of watch for what are those moments for you? You know, do you get back from uh, volunteering and you're like, that was the best? I feel so fulfilled by that. Is it a coffee shop with a girlfriend? You know, is it working with animals, working with children? Is it just being on your own and like painting or drawing? Like, is it cooking? And just kind of watching where if you don't have those things, just paying attention to see what they might be for you. And a lot of it for me has just been following those rabbit holes of like, well, this feels really good. And then it unfolds in another way when you follow that. And, and, and the more you do that, the clearer you get until it just becomes not even a question as much because you're like, I just know this is it for me. And you can give yourself that permission to change too. Like, To your point, you know, for a long time, we were so in love with doing the Airbnb thing and every two weeks moving and that was it. And then after a few years, we got to the point where we're like, we really need our own place and we'll jump from there. But we don't want to be just living out of Airbnbs anymore. And so I think it can help relieve a lot of that pressure, too, to just give yourself the permission to change as your life changes, as your, you know, as it evolves, everything in nature changes. That's very natural. And so you're allowed to grow as well.
0: I hope you are loving this chat with Jess Johnson as much as I am. She is such an inspiration for living your bright life. And as I live out my bright life by empowering you to build your confidence, I wanted to pop into your ears and let you know about our Black Friday sale happening until the end of November. So there's a couple of things on sale that you can snag right now, which is 50% off your annual membership of the Selfish Sisterhood, which is regularly $5.97 for the year. And you can get it for two ninety eight dollars Canadian for the whole year year, which is wild, so exciting. But if you're just like, I want to dabble a little bit and I want to go monthly, there's also 10% off monthly membership. So regularly 57 for a month, you can now get it for 51 a month, which is really awesome too. And of course, if you're like, I don't know what this Selfish sister is, but I want to check it out, we always have a free trial on for you to be able to come in, take a peek around, see if it's for you, see if you you know feel that connection. And then you can hop in on this amazing deal of 50% off your annual membership or 10% off your monthly membership until the end of November. And also, while we have this on, we also have 10% off of human design readings for the month of November. So regularly $197 Canadian on sale for $177 for your five-day human design reading. So... If you're looking for a little bit of confidence boost before the new year and you want to hop into the sisterhood or you want a human design reading, send me a message, send me an email so that we can connect on this. And also stay tuned for a very special launch of our Christmas magic sweaters that are coming out next week. I'll put all the details for you in the show notes below so you can check out all the sale options and also where you can connect with me. Send me a message and really get clear on what it is that you need for a confidence boost this season. Yeah. I love that. I think we do need that permission slip and that reminder for permission a lot because I struggle with it too. It's right. you say one thing and then it's like might change and things might change. And then you're like, oh, well, I don't want to be told I told you so. You know what I mean? And like, just like, but like also just being okay with if you change your mind and like letting that be a normal thing. Like Jess, you're inspiring Mm -hmm. so many people to live life their way, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And you did that so beautifully in your book and with your podcast and just how you show the world through your travels and through your work, like that you can live life your way. So can you tell us about like the writing process of your bright life and like, how did you start? How did you start writing a book? Like to me, I'm like, that is, (laughs) that's a lot that's a lot of work right there. So tell us like, just like the process of starting and how you wrote this beautiful book.
1: Yes. So as I mentioned, it was always a dream of mine to write a book. I just didn't know what the book would be. (laughs) So I kind of just grew up knowing one day it'll be there. And I just had to find the idea. And so I think Part of it was just putting that out there for a second. And I had so many other things I was pursuing. I was building my businesses. I had my podcast. Um, I just never felt like the right time quite yet until about a year or two ago when I thought, okay, I think this is it. I think I'm ready for that to be my next project. And so I more intentionally kind of turned up the heat, I think, on being like, I'm open to the idea. I'm going to pay more attention, see what comes in. And, And then just started kind of, I got this idea for building whatever someone's dream is. And I just realized in my own life that it seems like there were chapters or steps of that. You know, there's like this dreaming phase where you're getting clear on what even that looks like. Then there's deciding and figuring it out. Then there seemed like there was always this piece of embodying, like taking who you become along that way and leaning into that. You know, there's the doing, there's the reframing of fears There, there were just all these ing words that came to me of like, the creative process and the step to building your bright life and your dream. And so I really just opened up a Google Doc and started jotting down any idea I could think of that came to this book. And that was a few months. But over time, I started to see that there were kind of these buckets, as I mentioned. And so every idea, I just kind of found its home in a little one of those buckets that then became the chapters. So once I had that outline, then I was like, okay, let me just treat these, you know, I teach writing and writing is what I did for my business. And so I was like, let me just treat these, each of these chapters, like they're a long blog post or an article I would write. And so that's kind of how I sat down and, and broke it up in my mind where it felt doable. And anytime I had a long flight or I was on a train somewhere or just had a you know block in my schedule, I would go and I would try and write one of these chapters or blog posts as I kind of tricked them into feeling like in my mind and honestly just chipping away over months and months, it came together. And from then it was like, I always say you can't see the whole like path in front of you for something you've never done before. But if you just get started, you will start to see the steps appear. And that's really what this process felt like where once it was the writing, then I saw it needed the editing, then I saw it needed the design. And so that's how the process really unfolded. And it's kind of like that for any dream, whether it's a book or a podcast or anything else that you or your listeners want to create as well. I think that might be why it was
0: so easy for me to read it too, because it felt like long blog posts because sometimes I'll see like a book and they're so big and I'm just like, I don't think I can read that. Um, And I just look at you like it just felt so seamless. Like I wanted to keep reading because it like worked in like in my brain really seamlessly. Um, I love that you broke it down like that. How long did it take you?
1: The whole thing start to finish took me about a year, okay. including the marketing, the launch, like from idea to it's out in the world was about a year. And did
0: you do everything yourself? Like, did you like edit and do your design work, like everything yourself?
1: I definitely had people help me for certain parts. So I found an editor online, um, editmynovel.com is what I ended up finding, um, Kara on there. And she was amazing. So she helped me with the editing. Uh, You know, I absolutely read it a bazillion times myself, but I just felt like I needed someone else to give it a good look as well. And then the design, I ended up, um, I mean, I had photographers help me with the photo, I put the design together a little bit myself, um, just with a mix of things that I wanted and like saw, I, I mean, there were people all along the way. So it was kind of a mix of me doing what I could. And then also bringing in experts who had a specialty and leaning on them where I could as well. Um, you know, I have a wonderful coach business mentor, like Lacey sites, and she helps me with so much of like the brainstorming around the launch and things like that. So it kind of takes a village. There's a lot you can do on your own, but it's also like bring in people if they know how to do something better than you, because that just so takes it off your plate too and gives you kind of this community feel of like, okay, I've got people who have my back and who know what they're doing a little bit more in some areas too.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's such a good way to see it too, because I think when some people hear self-published too, they think like, that's all yeah. on me. Like I have to do it all. Like I, I can't do it all. Right. And the fact that you have a yeah. team around you and support around you and a coach and all these things can... Just like take some of that stress away from someone who might be listening right now who wants to do something like you're doing, who wants to travel the world and write a book and write a book while they're sitting on a train between two different countries. Like, how cool is that? They can see that you did it, but you also did it with support. You don't have to do it alone.
1: I did. Yeah. And I'm such a proponent of like the first thing I did before I even had the book idea is I bought two courses on how to even write a book. So that's a big thing that I use as well. And it's why I love online courses because if someone else has done something before, they can save you so much time and expense and kind of lay the path out in front of you. So that was another piece of it too, is like, you don't have to do anything on your own. There is this aspect of like, you know, lean on anyone who's even who's done it before. So I mean, I've had people who offered free calls to me, it's not even always about investing, you know, I think it can save you a lot of time and money, the hard way learning the hard way. But there's, you know, so many people out there who are willing to share what they've learned and how they've done it. You know, there's podcasts on it. um, there's blogs, there's YouTube videos online. So no matter where you're at, There's resources to help you along the way and get you to that next step where you can kind of see, okay, this is where I'll need a little bit more help or let me DIY this. And then there's an internet to kind of help you (laughs) get the pieces in place as well. That's amazing.
0: Yes. That kind of leads me into my next question. Because if you could teach the world one thing, what would it be?
1: If I could teach the world one thing, it would really be what's in this book. I'm just so passionate about helping people figure out what their their version of their biggest, brightest, like happiest, most fulfilling life looks like. Because I think once you can get that down, you can see the rest of the pieces fall into place. You can start to pay more attention to like the thoughts that are holding you back or the self-talk that's limiting you. You can start to see, okay, this is my vision. How can I break it down into smaller steps? Or who do I need to become to be able to be someone who can have a podcast, who can write a book, who it just, I think lays the groundwork for what your life can grow into. It almost like sets this container for you, right? To then fill in all the rest. So that's, I think, the thing that I just love seeing click for people or they're like, oh, I got this idea because of this book or now I know I want to do this. I've always been looking for my thing. I just know the feeling of not having your thing and how frustrating that can be. And so seeing the difference of like, feeling lit up, excited to wake up and work on your thing for the day. I just, I love sharing that. Yeah.
0: And I loved how you broke it down too with tangible things. There was like journal prompts in the end. There was things like you had, Mm -hmm. like take this step with this chapter that helped a lot too, because it's not only like learning the skills, it was the action piece behind it. That was really helpful too.
1: Good. Such a beautiful
0: read. So, okay. One, one more thing what is your bright life? What's the vision that you have right now in this season where you're at that is yours, your bright life?
1: Yeah. So mine looks like having kind of our two little places. So one that's more in the States near our families, one that's abroad where we can get the travel side and jump from there and get to do that, um, but feel a little bit more grounded in both places. It looks like having more books. um, It looks like being able to mentor women around figuring out what their bright life is and even giving them this path, whether it's building a business, you know, to execute on that and to get them more freedom and fulfillment and and income around that. Um, Or if it looks like anything else, if it looks like being a mama of babies, just feeling the ownership around that and like loving that that's their thing. So for me, it's a lot, I guess, of a little bit of travel, definitely family time and community. Um, It's books and creative projects like my podcast. I think those are like the big things. I just feel really lit up by all of those areas. So it's kind of the combination of all of them. Yeah. And you
0: can see your smile as you talk about it too, because it's just like 100%. That's your bright life. Like it's what lights you up. And if someone's listening to this and they're just like, what? Like that's what you want? Huh? Like." (laughs) That's because it's not yours, just like you said earlier. Yeah. Getting so clear on what that is for them. And how can they connect with you to learn more about your book, your podcast, and like what that is for you? Yeah.
1: So you can find me on Instagram at hi Jessica Johnson. That's my URL. That's pretty much all that, all the handles for where you can find me. Um, My book, Your Right Life is on Amazon, but if you get to me on Instagram, it'll pretty much connect you to all the places you can learn more about my programs um, and all the things.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And you have to check it out. You have to check out the book and really just connect with Jessica's one. She is just bright. She's beautiful, bright, and a light in this world. So please connect with her. Can I ask you a few questions that I ask every guest that comes on the podcast?
1: Of course. Okay.
0: So, what is your favorite compliment to receive?
1: My favorite compliment is I love whenever people say like you you're so genuine because I just think that I really do want to come across where people do feel like seen and connected and this online world can be so weird. So whenever people can kind of see through that and just be like, Oh wow, there is another human over here that does really care. That like, means the world to me that people can feel that. Cause I do feel, I do feel like I really want that for other people.
0: You are so genuine. Like you are. <laughs> and you're just you. like, yeah, you, you just feel like a warm hug, Jess.
1: <laughs> what is your <laughs> favorite you. thing That's to do great.
0: to boost your mood when you're feeling grumpy?
1: I love to go for a walk, get some fresh air, listen to a podcast or even my own thoughts. That just helps me a ton. Yeah, same, same. Do you have a song or quote that boosts your confidence? I I love this quote. Um, so, okay, there's a quote by Ira Glass. You can look at this at two. It's like a two-minute YouTube video, but he talks – I don't know the exact quote, but he talks about how – with beginning any creative project, it doesn't mean if you're looking at the gap between what you want to create and where you are now, it doesn't mean that there's something off or that you're not qualified or you're doing something wrong, but more so that you have really amazing taste because you can see the difference between what you want to create and where you're at now So he talks about just to keep going. And I just think for me, that's such an encouraging thing in all seasons and aspects of life and business. And I've returned to it a million times over of just like, okay, this is something everyone goes through. This doesn't mean to stop. This doesn't mean you're not good enough or not qualified. Just keep going and you will bridge the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. So I wish I had the exact words, but everyone go watch it. It's like two minutes and it, and it really is a mood booster. I'll put
0: it in the show notes so that anyone who's listening, okay, they're good. like, okay, I gotta check this out. Cause yeah,
1: we need we need, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we need a little it.
0: something to boost to, to boost our confidence, you especially do. when you're going through something like a creative process and you feel like a failure. But like Yeah, everybody does. So that helps.
1: Everyone does. Yeah. yeah this is just life and growth. And and yeah, I think it's a nice reminder that you're on the right track. You just keep going and it, like it's worth showing up. And then one day you'll look back in years and be like, oh my gosh, like look what I've created in years. And it felt so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel that now. I feel that. it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. Right. Do you ever feel yeah. that when you look at your book? Yes, I with everything. I'm like the days. I mean, a lot of it feels like a mess when you're creating yeah. it. You know, even now I have some things that I'm trying to achieve. And I'm like, this is just like a mess, like the none of this is working. <laughs> but I know that's like how the days feel a lot of times. But when you just keep going, the years somehow have a way of you'll get there, like you'll see it come together. And you'll look back and just be like, Oh, okay, that's what I need. That's why I need to learn that. That's why I was going through that because life was trying to like bring me here. And I was just being a little stubborn or like, that was the lesson I needed to learn to write the book or to get the idea for the podcast or whatever. So I think, just think so much of life has been like that. So yeah, absolutely. I
0: love it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jess, for being here and for connecting with us and sharing your beautiful, bright life with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for everything that you do for helping women just get more confidence to feel like proud of whatever their path is. I just feel grateful and honored to be here and like, just love everything that you're about. So thank you.
0: I love you so much. Thanks, Jess. (laughs) What's up, sis? I am so glad we could hang out today. If you love this episode, send it to a friend or share it on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me sprinkle some confidence in the world. And don't forget, you are magic. Let's show the world your shine.